What is your favorite Christmas movie? Maybe it's Elf or The Grinch or National Lapoon's Christmas movie, or perhaps it's the classic Die Hards. I really don't know. But whatever it is, we are in the season of movies. Kids are home from Christmas break. The weather might not be so nice. We are now in a COVID Christmas where we have to stay home per, per se. So we gather together over a movie. It's tradition. Well, here as a church family, we have a tradition too. Every Christmas season, we go through a sermon series. And this year, we are going through a series called Christmas at the Movies. Week one was with Pastor Mick on The Grinch Who Stole Christmas and the ultimate Christmas story or movie found in Jesus. Last week, Pastor Lewis spoke on Elf and how to live for the eternal, not just the temporal. And this week, our last week at Christmas at the Movies is the movie Home Alone. Have you ever seen it? If you haven't seen it, I really encourage you to see it. The movie is about a disgruntled child named Kevin who doesn't care for his family during the Christmas holidays. The opening scene of Home Alone is chaotic, busy, and it's noisy. There are people everywhere going up the stairs, down the stairs. The scene focuses on a police officer who's trying to connect with the parents. And no one truly knows where the parents are or what's going on. At times, I think we all feel like that during the Christmas season. The Christmas season can be chaotic. Yes, even in the midst of a COVID Christmas, there are still presents to be bought. There's still food to be prepared. There's still family to talk to and what Christmas will look like this season. There is still presents to not only buy, but where to ship, what budget we have during this season, who are we going with or who we are not going with during the Christmas season. And some of us, perhaps even you, are excited to have a seemingly quiet, home alone COVID Christmas. And yet Christmas can still be chaotic. In the movie Home Alone, Kevin, the main character, experienced this chaos of Christmas when his whole family turned on him and spilt milk on the pizza. Did you see that scene before? They started to call him names. His uncle said, look what you've done, you little jerk. His sister said what the French call, this is my French coming out, les incompetent. And then his brother and mother gained up on him for a timeout. In the midst of this chaos, the family drama and business of the Christmas season, Kevin wishes his family away. Ever been there before? Now, don't say that out loud. Perhaps this is why Home Alone is so popular. It is because we can relate with the movie. At this moment, Kevin vocalizes his wish to his family to disappear to his mom. And his mom simply says, be careful for what you wish for. Of course, to Kevin's ultimate surprise, because if you watch the movie of a freak windstorm resulting in his family forgetting Kevin at home, his wish for his family to disappear comes true. And he's ecstatic with joy and freedom. He realizes he can do whatever he wants when he wants. He jumps on his parents' bed. He stuffs popcorn in his face until it starts to spill out on the sides of his mouth. He watches movies with piles of ice cream and goes through his brother's personal stuff without any known consequences. Who wouldn't want this type of fun and freedom? And yet in the midst of his newfound freedom and fun, Kevin begins to realize this nagging reality of being alone. He starts to recognize in his eight-year-old freedom and fun that it's fleeting and it didn't fulfill him. All the popcorn, the ice cream, the movies were temporary fixes. He was keenly aware of his deep nagging reality of loneliness and the desire for meaningful relationships, especially when troubles started coming his way. 
In the midst of his loneliness, Kevin also realizes his need to defend his house from burglars, face his fears of the basement, and start to take responsibility for himself. And yet his loneliness still remained. Ultimately, Kevin longed for his family to come home. I think you and I can relate with the Home Alone movie at some point. Why? Because at some times, we all feel alone. We feel alone during times of troubles and fears. We feel alone during times of relational brokenness, especially during the holidays. We feel alone because fun doesn't fulfill and has become fleeting. And for the movie Home Alone, the answer to Kevin's nagging sense of loneliness was when his family came through the doors on Christmas morning. Yet at the heart of loneliness or the core of loneliness, as Kevin experienced it, it is not the absence of events or relationships or family here on earth or the latest or greatest fun, but loneliness as the absence of purpose. Let me say that again. At the heart of loneliness or the core of loneliness, as Kevin experienced it, it is not the absence of events or relationships or family here on earth or the latest or greatest fun, but loneliness as the absence of purpose. And this is why Jesus came. This is why we celebrate Christmas. It's deeper than the chaotic busyness of the season or the family tensions we experience or the desire to have unlimited freedom and fun to do whatever we want when we want or the nagging loneliness you and I face. No, as followers of Jesus, we celebrate Christmas because of Jesus. In Matthew chapter 1, if you have your Bibles, it's also going to be on your screens. Verse 21 to 23 says this. She, Mary, will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people or all people from their sin. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet Isaiah. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. What a great concept to have God with you and I. But what does that truly mean to have God with us? Does it mean that God is distant and up in some sky staring down at us? Does it mean that Jesus came through or God came through Jesus 2,000 years ago and that's it? Does it mean that God is with us today in the moment, in the present and in the now? And if that's true, what does that actually even look like? Well, in short, God with us means four things. First, Jesus came to connect us with God. Second, Jesus came to reveal who God truly is. Third, Jesus came to save us from our sins. And fourth, God with us brings actually you and I together, brings us together. So join me in the next few moments as we unpack what it means God with us. First, as you see in your outline or your notes, God with us through Jesus means he came to connect with us. As you'll see on your screens in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who's been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet did not sin. To empathize means to understand or to share the feelings of another or to sympathize. This word empathy or empathize with you is the only word we see in the entire Bible in this verse. In other words, Jesus came to connect with us. He has gone through everything we will ever go through here on earth. God with us means he has shared his humanity with us. He has suffered as you have suffered. He has been misunderstood, hated, and rejected as you and I have experienced. 
even to those closest around him, we have been betrayed just like Jesus. He knows what family turmoil and discord feels like. He has been hurt and betrayed by his friends. He was even mocked and ridiculed. He has been tempted with power and lust. He has been even had people plotted to take his life, which he willingly gave his life for. Why? Because God with us means he connects with us. And in the midst of this modern day COVID pandemic we are facing, the epidemic of being alone has been elevated. Let me give you some examples. In 2018, England announced for the first time in the history of the world, a minister in parliament has been commissioned to tackle loneliness, a modern day phenomenon. According to Harvard University, the state of social loneliness in our modern day affects your physical health equivalent to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. For countries like the U.S., Britain, and Canada, which represent the most prosperous economic and healthy nations in the entire world, studies have revealed the isolating effects of social media, broken families, isolated care homes, and working from home actually has caused large amounts of loneliness. Isolation contributes to mental health issues, concerns to low self-esteem, chronic anxiety and depression, social issues and connections to physical conditions such as dementia. And this is why Jesus has come. Jesus has come to connect us with him in the midst of being alone. In the midst of our isolation, in the midst of our loneliness, in the midst of our despair, in the midst of relational brokenness and darkness, Jesus understands. He's been there before. And with Jesus, as we see in scripture, he was tempted in every way, but did not sin. In other words, Jesus has victory over our loneliness and our despair and our relational brokenness and darkness. This is what Jesus came to do, to connect with us even during this COVID Home Alone Christmas. You see, Kevin from the movie Home Alone was wrestling through his loneliness that eventually led, us, led him to his own family. But as followers of Jesus, loneliness leads us to a God who understands, sympathizes, and connects us with himself. So you see for, in your notes that God connects us together because of who God is. But secondly, as you see in your notes and outline, God with us through Jesus means God is revealed to us. God is revealed to us. As we see in week one, not only did Jesus come to do the Father's will through Pastor Mick's message, but he came to reveal God the Father so that we would know what it is like to have God with us. In Colossians 1.15, we see this on the screen. The son of the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. In other words, Jesus came to reveal God to you and I. No one has truly seen God, but you can know God by seeing Jesus. Now, in our world in 2020, it's been quite the year. And um, there's been actually so many different viewpoints that people have about Jesus. Here's the top three in 2020. Some say that Jesus was an alien. Yes, an alien. And the star of Bethlehem is an alien starship. Some say that Jesus was simply a moral teacher and not the son of God. Some say Jesus was a mastermind criminal, which would be quite crazy, and duped people into religion. And yet, through Jesus' own words, said he came to reveal who God was. And because Jesus came to reveal God, listen to this very quickly. Jesus came to show you and I the example of how to live. 
Through Jesus, he shows us how to respond to brokenness. He shows us how to thrive in our marriages. He shows us how to love and how to lead our children. God with us shows us the example of how to live by through Jesus. So not only did Jesus come first to connect with us or second to reveal God to us and how to live by, but third, as you see in your notes and outline, God with us through Jesus means God conquers sin and death in us. Conquers sin and death in us. God with us means he came to save. Jesus came to save us from the power of sin. Now listen, the Bible says that sin is active and alive like a poaching, hunting, prowling lion wanting to devour you. Solomon, the wisest person on earth, wrote that, the, that sin is enticing and desires over you. In other words, sin is a constant flirt after your heart. James, the brother of Jesus, wrote that sin, when it's allowed to grow into our lives, leads to death. This is what he says. Let no one say that he's tempted. I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. As you see in your notes and outline, but each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. James 1, 13 to 15. You see, sin is more than some moral obligations of right and wrong or sin management that we try to fix in our private life. Sin is a condition, a problem, as we see from week one. Only Jesus can conquer. Like Kevin from the movie Home Alone, his short stunt of fun and freedom from his family led him to despair, deep loneliness and unhappiness. Even in the midst of his trials of defending the family home, he was still lonely. In the same way, sin separates us from God. The condition of sin break, makes us lonely, unhappy, and feelings of despair. This is why Jesus came. Jesus, God with us, came to break the power of sin, to have relationship with us. The Bible says that while we were still sinners, which means while we were still far from God, while we, we did not know God, while we were stuck in our brokenness, while we were home alone from God, Christ died for us. God with us means Jesus came to deliver me and you from loneliness. Remember, at the heart of loneliness or the core of loneliness, as Kevin experienced it, is not the absence of events or relationships here on earth, or family, or the latest, greatest fun. But loneliness is the absence of purpose. To have relationship with God is the ultimate purpose. What a great reality we have because of Christ. He offers purpose by having relationship with God. And as Jesus offers a relationship with me and you, he offers healing, he offers hope, he offers his presence, and he offers family. Now, I brought an nativity scene with me, so I'm going to set this up, so stick with me here for a second. But here's Mary and baby Jesus. And uh, we have some wise men coming here uh, that were on a journey. We have some shepherds here. Um, we have Joseph, who's carrying, you think he's a shepherd, but he, that's Joseph. He's carrying a little sheep there. And we have some sheep. And So you need to know that the nativity scene as we see it in the Gospel of Matthew and Luke, are actually a great picture of what it means that God is with us. So God is with us, first, as we see it in our notes, he connects with us. But secondly, as we see in our notes, that God came 
with, to us to reveal who God is. The third thing that we see in um, our notes or your outline is that God came to break the power of sin and death in us. But the nativity scene is actually a climatic scene of what it means that God is with us. And God is with us so that you and I can be with each other. Us with us, if I can put it that way. You see, in your outline and notes, fourth, is we see in your notes that God with us through Jesus means that God brings us together. The shepherds, the wise men, the innkeepers, which he's not really here today, but he's there. Angels, Mary, Joseph, and God with us, Jesus. He's right here is with us. This is a great picture of what family truly represents. And Matthew, when he shows in chapter 2, verse 11, says this, and it's going to be on your screens. They bow down. They, all of humanity and divinity, the angels, bow down and worshipped him. For Kevin from home alone, family represented his biological mother, father, brothers and sisters, and some relatives. But for followers of Jesus... We are part of a larger family, past, present, and future. Because of God with us, never would Jews and Gentiles, rich and poor, young and old that are represented at the nativity scene, all nations, all demographics, or economics and genders actually be together, us with us, without God with us. It is God who brings us together as a spiritual family, as an act of worship. And this leads me to the big idea. A simple statement to summarize the message, which is this. You will never be alone when Jesus lives in your home. You will never be alone when Jesus lives in your home. Now, your home is not just some brick and some mortar or woods or walls, but your heart. You see, Jesus, God with us, came to connect with your heart. He came to reveal who God is and to live in your heart. He came to break down the power of sin and death in your heart. And he came to share his heart with your heart so that you can share it with others. Will you let Jesus live in your home? Now, before you take off for breakfast or lunch or stop this video, I want to give you some time, roughly around six minutes, to respond in worship. To respond to God with us. I want you to ask yourself in the next six minutes, how am I connecting with Jesus? How am I letting Jesus be my example in my marriage or with my kids or with my work or with my life? How am I letting Jesus take on my sin and set me free from the power of sin? How am I letting Jesus live in my home? So why do we worship? Well, we worship because of God with us. We worship because God deserves it all. Our natural response to God with us, as we see it in Matthew chapter 2, verse 11, is to respond in worship as God connects with us in worship as God reveals to us who God is and how to live in worship. He came to conquer sin and death in us, and therefore we can worship. And when we worship, he brings us together, God with us, for us with us. Let's worship together. As we respond in song, let's take some time and reflect and ask ourselves, how is Jesus living in our home? Let's sing together.
Will you let Jesus come into your home? Maybe you haven't let Jesus into your home for some quite, quite some time. Maybe you haven't let him into your heart at all. During this Christmas season, if you're home alone and your loneliness is nagging at your heart, why not let God with us, Emmanuel, into your heart and start or restart a journey with Jesus? Remember, God with us means you will never be alone when Jesus lives in your home. There's a number that is on this screen that you can text anytime. In fact, I encourage you to screenshot it so that you can use it because a pastor is on the other side of this number. If you've decided to allow Jesus into your home, we want to come alongside you in your journey. You are part of a global family as God is with you. It will be the most fulfilling, exciting, and purposeful journey you will ever be on. Let me pray with you. Lord, we thank you for what Christmas represents. God with us. That you came to connect with us. That you came to reveal who you are and how to live. You came to break the power of sin and death in us. But more importantly, you brought us all together because of Jesus. And so during this holiday season, during Christmas, we pray that no one would feel home alone but that they would experience your presence, your power, your peace in the midst of COVID. And we pray for those that have just made a decision to come to know Jesus, that they would text this line so that they can connect with the pastor. And we pray for these things, for all the glory and honor to your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Merry Christmas.